There we go. All right, awesome. Welcome everyone uh, to the next episode of the Real Bucket Boys podcast. Uh, with all the time zone differences, I, I do apologize, but I wanted to introduce our newest guest, AB. How are you? Hi. Hi, I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I honestly haven't talked to someone in Kentucky since I was placing um, transitioning military. Mm-hmm. Can, can you tell me more about Kentucky? Because other than <laughs> college basketball, I, I feel like I really don't know enough. Well, our football team's improving. improving so that's something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of bourbon here. There's a lot yeah. of farm country here. And that's pretty much it. There's not much else besides basketball, bourbon, and farming. So bluegrass music. Do you, do you have like your, or maybe like your top three, top five, like favorite college basketball players from Kentucky? John Wall. John mm-hmm. Wall is number one, always will be number one for me. <laughs> Everybody else is good. Like I do have my favorites, but there's no point in ranking them past John Wall, honestly. <laughs> I feel I terrible. Have all the jerseys and everything, yeah. I feel terrible just because he's been out for the past two years, and hopefully, you know, he, they they said that he might even play um, in July when the NBA comes back. So, hopefully, he can actually start playing again. Yeah, you know, it's, it's cool because for like college football, it's usually the South that goes the craziest. But I feel like with college basketball, it's either Kentucky, Duke, uh, Duke, or North Carolina. Like you guys go nuts. I know, and. What's awful is I dated a Duke fan, like as big of a Kentucky fan as I am. I I dated a Duke fan for four years. I don't know how we made it work for four years, but I would like to say that we broke up because Kentucky beat Duke that year. (laughs) Let's definitely hop um, into the the questions for right now. Um, The the first one is, um, what do you think is lacking? In, in most relationships. Do you think it's because, you know, they're caught up in work and what their career might end up being? Do you think it's, you know, they just had kids and there's so much on their plate? Do you think it's, they're, they're starting to get content and they're not maybe looking to travel or do new exciting things? Like what, what would you think is the most lacking so far? Lacking. So do you mean like people who are already in relationships or someone like it's, it's kind of like you're in that talking phase and it's not like an actual relationship yet for both. I would, I would say usually, or, I mean, if you want, you can give like both perspectives. So maybe a newer couple in like the six month to a year range, and mm-hmm. then you can dive in maybe to a couple that's already been married five years, have kids, and they're kind of just stuck in a box and they don't really know where it's going. And familiar with that box. I hate that box. So for new relationships and I can, I can speak you know, more honestly on that, because I've never been married, but I have been in in several long-term relationships. So I think whenever it comes to a new relationship, the one thing that's lacking is it's almost like somebody is looking for that grand gesture that sets their partner off from the rest. So they're lacking like that one explosive, intimate, special moment that is like, okay, this is the person I want to be with forever. And I think because people have such high expectations with that, that there's like almost like a commitment issue. They always think that they're something better and something more out there, which I mean, yeah, there's going to be something better out there always, but it's just, 
you know, finding that spark with that one person, it's almost like some, nobody's ever satisfied. Um, for the married couples or the long-term relationships, I think that what's lacking there is kind of like you said, you're just put in this box and everything becomes routine. And it's nice that you're comfortable with that person. Like me and the relationships that I was in, it just became so comfortable that we, we weren't dating each other anymore. We were just together. And so I think couples who are together for a long time or they're married, they stop dating. And that's important. Yeah. I think this question kind of lacks itself just because I don't know if it's necessarily the lacking part. I think it's just they're so content that they forgot what it's even like to impress each other. To want they, somebody. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, they might not. It's kind of like the movies where, like, they don't really dress up anymore. They just, like, eat at home. They're so worried about all the other stuff. And, you know, they might not be able to travel because of, you know, work or other stuff going on. So it's like if if you're not really focusing all of your time on that person, or at least just having like like one the energy, day with them, yeah. exactly. I, I think that's kind of the, the biggest problem. Yeah, and for me, like I was in a relationship with somebody that we didn't spend a whole lot of time together, but we were together. Like our relationship was long term, but the little times that we did get together, it didn't feel special. I mean, just because it was. Like, like you said, like we just stopped dating each other and then eventually like that intimacy was gone. So yeah, that's, and that's something that I'll, more people need to be more aware of. Like, absolutely. Yeah. And I, did, I don't know, it's crazy. Like uh, someone in my family, I'm not, I'm not going to say who, but someone in my family just <laughs> got out of a, a relationship, right? And yeah. they said that this is the worst time, you know, to not be in a relationship because with all the all the stuff with COVID going on, but yeah, I think that even gives more indication where this is the time to really f focus on yourself. I I, I feel like mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who are in relationships just because they don't want to be alone, and they're bored. Exactly, and I feel like if really if you're just focusing on yourself and doing the things that you want to do, I just hope people don't look for relationships instead of letting the relationship come to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, 100% agree. Um, the next question is, let's see, the last time you were on a date, did you ever, was it almost like you were preparing for an interview or was it just all straight up? No, I never rehearse. I, I think when, like my younger self, I probably would have been more nervous, but now I'm just kind of like, I'm going to tell you what I feel like telling you and there's not going to be a fucking <laughs> yeah. filter and you yeah. either like it or you don't, but I always try to like keep a conversation going. So I, I'll find something to talk about, but that my last date was really weird. <laughs> I, I hate, I, I, he was nice, but I couldn't, I couldn't get out of there fast enough. Oh, well, it so was he, he was nice, but was it more boring or like there was just nothing there? He was so his ego was so fucking big. Like I couldn't, I tried to talk about anything that wasn't specifically him. And we always like had to turn the conversation around to him in some way or another. Mm. And I just, I couldn't stand him. I, I don't like, I, I like confidence. I don't like cocky. Yeah. So you realize after five minutes that you could never be in a relationship with someone who's 
always about them instead of us. Yeah. And the thing, the worst part is he lived with his mom. No. (laughs) I'm like, buddy, you have no, you have no reason to be cocky about anything. Like you're 34 years old and you live with mom. No. And and I'm assuming you didn't know he lived with his mom, right? No, no. Like I knew him through school and Mm. stuff and I just, that was a bomb that was dropped on me. So it was nice. It was fun, but it's more friends. Maybe. You know, I, I, I think it is a decent question though, because I feel like there's a lot of people who almost do try to rehearse or act, but yeah, I, th- I think that's, I think that's so dumb because you might do that on your first date, but if you end up being in a relationship with them, you can't just act f- for your whole life. No, you, that you cannot, this isn't an interview. Like, yeah, you're, you know, you're presenting yourself to somebody new and you want to come off yeah. in a better light, but if you rehearse, then it's not genuine, and that's that's not fair to anybody. Because then you have to keep it keep that up. Next question is, okay, this is interesting. Um, what is on your your sexual bucket list? Ooh, that is interesting. <laughs> uh, my sexual bucket list. I don't honestly like I've. I've I've done a lot of things and there's nothing that I wouldn't try, but I wouldn't mind being like on the mile high club. Honestly. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. That's one thing that I haven't done. I've come really close to doing that, but I, I don't know. I think there's like a lot of things that I have experienced or, you know, that I've, I've had the opportunity to experience, but there's nothing that I wouldn't try, but there's nothing that I'm, like, dying to do either. Wait, so, okay, I don't know if it's just because I've only been in Rhode Island and Arizona, but can you explain what, what that means? I literally have no idea what, what that means. What what means? Like the, the, the Mile High Club. Oh, that's fucking on a plane. <laughs> Oh, I've I've never heard of that reference before. Are you serious? No. It's like where it's like say you're on a trip with somebody mm. and they're like, okay, go to the bathroom, stay in there for two minutes, and I'm gonna come in there with you. <laughs> okay. and you just talk on the I, mean, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't be down, but I just feel like it it'd be so like closed in. But. Yeah. But how, how, like, that's one thing, like, how many times can you say I've fucked on a plane while I was traveling from Nashville to Rome or something? No, yeah. You only get to do that. Next question is, (laughs) okay, this is interesting. Um, What is on your, your sexual bucket list? Ooh, that is interesting. (laughs) Uh, My sexual bucket list? I don't, honestly, like, I've, I've, I've done a lot of things, and there's nothing that I wouldn't try, but I wouldn't mind being, like, on the Mile High Club, honestly. Mile Club. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind that. That's one thing that I haven't done. I've come really close to doing that, but I, I don't know. I think there's, like, a lot of things that I have experienced or 
you know, that I've, I've had the opportunity to experience, but there's nothing that I wouldn't try, but there's nothing that I'm like dying to do either. Wait, so, okay. I don't know if it's just because I've only been in Rhode Island and Arizona, but can you explain what, what that means? I literally have no idea what, what, what that means. What, what means? Like the, the, the mile high club. Oh, that's fucking on a plane. <laughs> oh, I've, I've never heard of that reference before. Are you serious? <laughs> no. It's like where, it's like, say you're on a trip with somebody mm. and they're like, okay, go to the bathroom, stay in there for two minutes and I'm going to come in there with you. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't be down, but I just feel like it, it'd be so like closed in. But. Yeah. <laughs> but how, how, like, that's one thing. Like, how many times can you say I've fucked on a plane while I was traveling from Nashville to Rome or right, something? Right, right. No, that's, yeah. That, that you only get to do that, like, once. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, it's funny because everyone kind of has their own, you know, like, like sexual bucket list. So that was, that's pretty cool. Well, what's yours then? I think we're Fine. friends now. <laughs> Um, oh no, we're, we're best friends now. Um, <laughs> sexual bucket list. Well, one of the people, one of my friends that I interviewed, um, she said that apparently there was this like sex club in San Francisco and it's so, it's this like reserved club where apparently you're like recruited by these people. And if you pay this, this waiver, you go to this club and you go into this little hallway and there's this big room with just a big ass orgy and everyone's just fucking <laughs> so i don't i mean that sounds kind of fun you know how much content we could get from something like that a lot <laughs> that's not that's not a bucket list that's a business plan <laughs> yeah. you know? well because if you think about it they're obviously recruiting for like specific people so if, if you give mean. a if you give a budget on this huge list then you can that could be a really good investment. I'm just thinking of the opportunities that we could explore <laughs> with this. You're just like, well, what? okay, so this club That's in Kentucky, money. what what can I do? <laughs> Let's go to San Francisco, observe an orgy and at a, at a, like a, what is it? I feel like if you join something like that, you're joining like a gang. Like that's a secret thing. And um, just can you imagine? That's like that's a whole podcast. You can get so much shit off of that. Well, I, I'm just thinking of dollars here. No, exactly. It's like the more you think about it, obviously you, it couldn't be secret if you're just announcing stuff like this in a podcast. But if you did it the right way, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Scottsdale. I'm gonna recruit a list of people. They all pay up like 500 bucks a year. I get about 100 people to be on this list yearly. You're just getting so many like ideas going on. <laughs> you could have like tears. <laughs> oh my god! Like, this is the way my mind works. This is the way the wheels oh turn with god, me. It's right? like, where is the money in this? That's You're like, okay, so, so we're gonna charge you, you know, hundred dollar fee. You're gonna put your name, you know, we're gonna put you in this specific tier. I got it. But if you don't want us to tell your wife, it's an extra $500. Oh my God. Oh, and then you, then you can have like the, the wife or husband discount. Yes. 
Bring your girlfriend for 25% off. I like this. I feel I like think, we're just we're we're getting all this. Goal. We're sitting on a gold mine is what we're doing. <laughs> oh, I, I think we're going to have to reconnect and, and think about this. I'm, do I do you think I fucking play? No. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Okay, so this is from, this is from Massachusetts. All right. Um, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Um, hey, that, that, they're an hour ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, I cannot trust Google anymore because I looked up Kentucky and it said eight and then I realized that Central Time's obviously two hours, so, yeah. Was... You know what, we'll get there one day. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. Um, all right, so this question is, I want, okay, this is weird. Um, I want to hook up with my best friend's ex and I know no. it sounds, I know it sounds awful, but what should I do? nothing you don't fucking do it why did they, did they say best friend my best yeah, friend best best friends ex yeah how are they their best friend no honey that doesn't work you have I mean, to either give up the part you have to either give up the ex or give up the friend i mean i i understand that a lot of people have an urge to like hook up with something that you know they shouldn't or they know that they can't like I know a lot of people like I know a lot of people are interested in people who are married just because they know that they shouldn't do a type of thing but it's like yeah like how how close are you with with your best friend because obviously I mean, if you're looking for that rush go steal some gum from the gas station like don't <laughs> don't fuck your best friend I couldn't honestly like to be willing to do something like that and have the ability to sleep at night, like that says more about the friend than it does anything. Like, that's a poor reflection and that's harsh to say, but it's true. Yeah, I, I would say simple advice, don't be a fucking idiot and do it. That sounds don't, don't terrible. Don't fucking do that. What do I do? Nothing. <laughs> keep, your, keep your legs closed is what you do. To one of the first questions, but what are some things uh, guys and girls are lacking in bed? Oh, okay. Girl. Here we go. <laughs> girls. You might, you might have to edit this. So girls are too afraid to put a dick in their mouth. One. That's lacking. Like you, uh, I have some girlfriends who, and we've been working on this, who, they don't want to experience any other position than missionary or doggy style. They won't give blowjobs. They just are just listening to them talk about their sex life is so fucking boring to me. Oh I can't imagine. God. I can't imagine how it is to their partner. And so I think girls, women, they're lacking that sense of confidence to try new things men just lack stamina half the time, honestly. <laughs> but I think, I think the thing about men is that they want to please their partner. They just don't exactly hear their partner voice what exactly it is that they need to get to the finish line. And that just, honestly comes from the girl's end where she's too afraid to speak up about what it is that she wants or she needs and 
the guy just doesn't know what the fuck to do. So I I think that's so confusing and irritating though, because I feel like if a if a guy doesn't know what he's doing, why don't you just just ask? Watch porn. Or watch, <laughs> or, or, or watch porn but like simply like you get to say like oh like how do you like this or how do you like that i mean i, I don't i don't even know how you, you know you would ask that but it's like if you know you're not doing a good job like you, like you you can't it's just, obvious yeah. yeah i mean i think it's a it's a lack of being of communication and being open with each other on both ends yeah. you know i mean there's one goal there's a common goal at the end that everybody's wanting to reach and nobody's wanting to talk about it. It's healthy to talk about it and you're happier if you talk about it in the end. And I mean, I would say on the, the girl's point of view, um, I mean, hopefully all guys, you know, enjoy going down, but I know that, you know, I, I know that there's some who don't, but I don't think I would want to go down on someone if I already know that they're not going to, want to give me a head so it's almost like if we're not 50 50 then it's like there's nothing even really to be turned on about like like you just automatically assume that that like she's not going to be interested like it's, it's just it's already like a chemistry it's already like, awkward yeah exactly i think often to people have the the impression that sex is supposed to last like hours and hours and hours long and granted, that would be nice, but it's it's not feasible. And so they're, I don't know. It's like one of those things like you kind of have to get through the steps kind of quickly or else everybody just ends up unhappy in the end and just pretending like everybody's good and happy and nobody is. So I don't know. I have very mixed feelings about a lot of it. I feel like... It's not really addressed enough, but for example, like if, if you're just trying to like have like a quickie or if you're just trying to fuck, then like that's fine. But if, if you're trying to make sure that your girl is satisfied, how about you do some like good ass foreplay first instead of just diving right? in and then. <laughs> because it takes a girl longer. So like you gotta, you gotta warm up the oven before you put the bun in. Like, you know, you can't just expect uh, things to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the oven. At least put in some foreplay. So worst case scenario, you know, if you do not last that long, you've you've done your job. Yeah, you tried. The effort was there. <laughs> All right. Um, next question. If you were, oh, okay. If you were hosting a podcast, what are some questions you would ask guys? And what and, and, uh, Ooh, that's good. Yeah, and then, and then um, it says, and then it says if there's any particular questions that you would ask me. <laughs> okay, so if I were hosting a podcast, what questions would I ask guys? It would be, like, what is it that makes you, like, Tick? This, is where, this is where I have a problem, is where I'm, like, maybe I'm talking to somebody or one of my friends is talking to somebody and things seem really great. Things are off to a great fucking start. And then all of a sudden the guy just disappears. I want to know what, 
obviously there has to be a reason behind that. So I want to know what causes that. That's one question is why do you ghost somebody? And fucking ghosting is childish anyway. So but what causes that? And like, what, what is it about a girl or a woman that entices you to want to talk to her to begin with? And then why is somebody that you were so interested in what is that middle piece around like the three or four month mark that you just leave? Like, I understand the psychology behind it because people can only lie or keep up a facade for three months scientifically. Mm -hmm. So what is it that you're not being honest about? Those are the two like, biggest things. Okay. So I think the like blunt answer on your first question is, a lot of guys act as much as they can. So if, if they just have that initiative where they want A, B, or C, as fucked up as it sounds, like they're just going to say whatever you want to hear mm -hmm. until they get what you want. Um, so what's the stopping point? So what's, so say, say that thing that you want is sex. So how long is a guy willing to you know telling the girl anything she wants to hear and if she keeps pushing back saying no how long will a guy be willing to go along with that before he gives up okay so that that is a really good question because it really just depends on the guy um if yeah. for example like if if there's a guy where he you know doesn't have much experience and this guy is just a shitty desperate man he might wait as long as it takes Go to um, yeah exactly i'm i mean this is this is a lose-lose answer for any guys who do this but yeah. on the other on the other side it's you know for example if there's a guy where he's hooking up with several people if he has the common sense and knows that you know she might not be interested then he might not give a fuck after like a couple of weeks so there there's no good answer but it, it really just depends on the guy so I have another question, a follow-up question. So He's somewhat reserved. And I, I feel like most guys don't know until girls meet that um, specific requirement. So it's, it's kind of fucked up because I feel like guys are more, they have more requirements. And I, mm -hmm. and I feel like girls are more open to relationships. Um, but I feel like depending on the age, I feel like guys aren't matured as early as girls so it, so that doesn't 25 to 28 when that frontal lobe fully develops yeah so. I, don't, I mean i'm not i'm not trying to help the the guy's situation <laughs> but but i mean it's true yeah I, I would say realistically i feel like girls kind of really know what they want or at least get more of a sense than guys because i feel like guys like when they're in college and getting out of college they're still just like as fucked up as it sounds, like, like I'm just trying to have sex. Like I'm, I'm not yeah. really worried about, you know, commitment. So. And a lot of times girls think that they can change a guy. Oh God. That's where, that's where shit gets fucked up is because they like, say there's a girl that has like 10 requirements and their guy that they're currently with meets like six. They think that they can modify, like, build a guy to fit the rest of that mold and it never fucking works out i mean 
I feel really bad for like guys or girls who kind of just like lie to each other, you know, just, just to keep them around. But mm -hmm. it's, it's really hard for me to feel bad for like a girl or a guy if they try to make someone change because yeah. I don't know, it, it, like not to make it sound like it sounds childish, but it's like, they are who they are. Mm -hmm. Like how much do you really think you can change that person? And if yeah. you can't change that, and it's, it's perfectly fine if there's small things, but if, if someone's like, oh, like they cheated on this person, but they would never cheat on me. It's like, oh, what are you doing? People like that piss me off. Fucking stupid. <laughs> okay, so this one's from Florida. He says, okay, my girlfriend wants me to smack her in bed, and it's not like I'm not down but I'm worried that I'll either hit her too soft and be called a pussy or I'll hit her too hard and knock her out, which is last on my list. <laughs> well, what do I do? Okay. Uh, okay. Um, so the way that I would go about this is the one it needs to be discussed and it's not weird. Like, it's not weird. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't ask for it. But at the same time, like, if this is your girlfriend and this is what she wants, you need to fucking do it. Yeah. So I would just think it would be kind of like smacking somebody on the ass, like a little love tap. And then he could maybe be like, he could do it softly and then be like, is that what you like, babe? Do you, do you want some more? And then just kind of feel it out while you're going through it. I mean, don't don't give her a fucking black eye. <laughs> or but you don't you don't want to be soft about it either, because obviously she likes some kind of dominance, dominance, and a little bit of pain, and that's your face. Like that's tender anyway. So I mean, don't don't. There's no closed fists in this <sighs> at all. But yeah. I think it's doable. You just kind of have to build your way up to it, and then she'll she'll tell you when it's too much or I when mean, you draw it. You'll know. I mean, oh <laughs> Hopefully that Get doesn't away. happen. I mean, why don't you just simply ask her like, "Hey, like, here's a pillow. Like, show me how hard, like, like you would sm like, like if she shows you how hard she hits the pillow, that's how hard she'd want you to smack her." Yeah, but or like. like or, like, if they're, like, not, they don't even have to be in the bedroom, but just, like, joking around. Be like, oh, is this what you like? Like, as they're, yeah. like, you know how, like, you nudge somebody? Like, <laughs> oh, is this what you like? Like, it's kind of one of those things, like, you need to go about it delicately because you don't want to embarrass her either. Like, yeah, you just kind of have to. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it seems like from what he's saying that his, his girlfriend's uh, definitely rowdy. Like, she wants, like, a, a pretty decent smack. I would say... And don't do it a flat hand. You kind of want to cuff a little bit. Get a little bit of air between there so it's not as rough. But kind of think of it as like you're tapping her on the ass. And then work your way up from there. But be like, be like sexy about it. Be like, oh, is that what you like? Can we do it again? And then just kind of work your way up to it. But don't, don't start out with a fucking punch. Like you're not, you're not Muhammad Ali in <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, don't. <laughs> You have to be careful giving people advice like this because I don't want to be a part of like a domestic violence suit later. <laughs> See, that's that's why I simply said 
ask your partner to demonstrate on a pillow. See, because yeah. this. It, it, all right. Uh, so the next segment is called, what are you allergic to? So this means you have a minute to basically go off and talk about, you know, stuff that guys have been doing that piss you off, girls that, that have been pissing you off, any type of subject. This is your, your one minute rant. All right. Uh, so the next segment is called, what are you allergic to? So this means you have a minute to basically go off and talk about, you know, stuff that guys have been doing that piss you off, girls that, that have been pissing you off, any type of subject. This is your, your one minute rant on anything. Oh my God. Okay. Um, let me, give me like five seconds to think about this. No, no in, you're good. Any, in, in any part, like in any kind of relationship in anything. Yes, yeah, whatever pisses me off. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even have to be relationships either. It could be any topic. Oh my god, this might get me in trouble. No. <laughs> um. Okay. This is kind of hard, but I like this. Okay. All right, I'll just start talking. No, no, no. I mean, like I. You, I'm obviously going to be editing it, so you have, you have no rush. Well, okay. Um, okay, what am I allergic to? I'm allergic to guys who send long novels or who write off, I'm allergic to guys who write off the bat. They just start sending me, like, kissy faces and hearts, and they're calling me constantly. Oh, what your your camera? Clock in the afternoon. No. Oh, wait, no, it's good. Now? Can you, um... I don't know what it is. It's like it. I'm not sure. Um. Okay. So, guys who send novels, guys who send winky faces, and <laughs> use emojis for everything, hearts for everything, who get so attached at the beginning that I feel like I'm suffocating. I cannot, I cannot fucking stand those people. Um, I'm allergic to girlfriends who are serial daters. I can't handle it. If you're dating a new guy every other week and oh. you're expecting me to love them and to accept them, that's not fucking happening. No. I'm allergic to... People who are lazy. I cannot stand someone who is lazy and expects everything to be handed to them on a silver platter. I'm allergic to racists. And that needs to be said right now. I'm allergic to people who feel like the world is out to get them. And who people feel like that the world owes them something. <laughs> and they're not willing to do anything about it. I'm allergic to guys who overdrink. I'm allergic to guys who do drugs and who can't control themselves. I'm allergic to guys who don't match their socks to their underwear or their shoes to their belts. I can't fucking stand <laughs> that. I can't stand it. Like, that is a simple thing that you should be able to do. And a regular facial hair. Like, you can grow a fucking beard. You can. 
There are some guys who have patches and who think that that's acceptable. Oh, no. To be honest with you, this this took a while. So if you saw this a month. That's something to be proud of. See, but if you saw this a month or two ago, you'd probably be like, oh, fuck. I don't know if I can do this interview. (laughs) But you know, you know, like your hair pattern. Right. Like, you know how that's just going to grow. Mm-hmm. Some guys know that they have a bald spot right here and still oh, try to grow no. I can't oh. fucking say that. Um, awesome. All right, so we're we're on the, the, the final segment, the the quick okay. buckets. Um so it's kind of similar to the, the last segment. It's gonna be 60 seconds, but it's just gonna be like rapid fire. So like the first thing I think of. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> I feel like I'm on the Ellen right now. I'm ready. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Um what are you currently binge watching right now? Vanderpuff Rules. Okay. What is your favorite workout? Planks. Ooh, no, rows. Rows. Oh, nice. Rowing. Mm-hmm. Both good answers. Um, if you could travel anywhere right now, despite the COVID, where would you go? Greece. Greece. I've gotten Greece three straight interviews, so that's really interesting. Jeez, mm-hmm. um, okay. What food would you have licked off your nipples? Oh, I, don't, I hate my nipples being touched. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's just straight up. You're good. Uh, fuck, I hate my nipples being touched. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking cool whip. Honey. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, if there was one animal in the world that could talk, which animal would you want it to be? Lion. Lion. Okay. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> um, if you had to make a porno, what would your genre be? Um, hmm. Punishment of a schoolgirl. <laughs> That's good. Um, I'm trying to think of my, like, search history. No, you're good. Um, Blindfolded or or handcuffed? Handcuffed. Handcuffed. Um, Spit or swallow? Swallow. And then last one. Um, Who would you recommend next to be interviewed on the the Real Bucket Boys podcast? Sup Daily. Chris Thompson. Hands down. Okay. You have to get him. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have to, I'll have to message him. Have you heard of him? No. He is right up your fucking alley. <laughs> he is right up your alley. And he has a huge following. He's so nice. He's in Colorado too. So, Tom's yeah, going to no. that off. <laughs> if, if I can talk to anyone, you know, like you, who just gives raw answers, that's, that's exactly he what I'm looking for. Is, he is excellent. He's excellent. I've come to really know him. Yeah, you'll fucking love him. Well, um, thank you for being raw. Um, answered all the questions fabulously. Yeah. Um, wanted you wanted to induct you as an official bucket girl. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I I just want to say again, um, you really answered the questions well, and um, I'm, I'm definitely excited to you know network you network with you on our newest club that we're going to have, you know, with our <laughs> reserve list of That's our tears. sex clubs. <laughs> you never know. I mean, that, that really could be a thing. Like, I, I might think just of, do... like, a really cool name. 
Ooh. The fuck it bucket. The fuck it bucket. Oh my god. You're just creating so many wheels right now. I'm gonna think of this for days. <laughs> I'm just curate I'm just gonna create like a whole document and just send it to you and be like, what are your thoughts? I'd be willing to do this as often as you fucking want. Yeah. Oh Money. my god. <laughs> well, um, I just want to say thank you so much again, and yeah. uh, I, I hope you have a, a great rest of your week. Thanks, you too. I'll talk soon. <laughs> this was so much fun. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, so much fucking, that is what, because there's been a lot of people that have reached out to me for podcasts, but you're the only one who sent clips, and that was like, okay, he's not wanting pictures of my feet. Like he's being legitimate. So that was like, okay, yeah, I'm fucking interested because there's been, there's been so many people will reach out and I have to be guarded about that too, you know, obviously, but it's like, I really appreciated you taking the initiative to do that because it, it's what set you apart from everybody.